0: So I would love it if mom, our listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at Meganfrancis.substack.com and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life, but we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement and remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 370 of the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah is your house clean right now?
0: I mean, it'll
1: do. Is it ever? That's okay. That is what we're talking about today, friends. We are talking about cleaning, which also leads to things like, I don't know, organizing, tidying. Um, We kept track for a whole week earlier this month um, of what we did in our homes in the realm of housework and really home management, running a home. So if this sounds familiar to you, everyone, we have a popular series here on the Mom Hour called A Week of Real Life Dinners, where we write down exactly what we serve and what our family eats for a week, not what's on the meal plan or what we hoped to do, but what actually happens. And it's really popular. We've had a lot of fun with that over the years. Um, Megan, I have always wanted to do a week of real life, something else. And I have a few different ideas and we just, we wanted to try something else with this same kind of construct.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, a note about that, when we chose housework, part of my brain was like, oh, that's so great. Cause everyone wants a glimpse into someone else's house and what actually keeping up that house looks like for them. Yeah. And then the other part of me felt like, oh, there's just not gonna be that much to say because I don't really spend that much time. This was what I thought was true. Like right. I don't really spend that much time cleaning in a typical week. And it's just gonna look like a lot of like tidying the same thing over and over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. doing the dishes, but like there won't be much else to say. And I was really worried about making sure it was in what I thought of as a normal week, which as we know, there's really no such thing, especially going into the summer. But I was like, oh, but if it's not like a normal week where I'm home every day, I just won't have anything to say. And I was blown away by the end of the first day, how much housework I do without even really knowing I'm doing it. Yes. And I think I probably missed stuff. I know there's stuff I did not make it onto this list.
1: Well, right. We kind of stopped writing down like if we did dishes again, or moved another load of laundry from the washer to the dryer. I had maybe a, a slightly different, uh, preconception going in. I think I was a little, um, I have like a little bit of intimidation or inferiority complex when it comes to the schedule on which I do certain cleaning jobs. I'm always like, I feel like every other mom, has like, Oh, I change all the sheets on Saturdays and I mop no, every other they don't. Thursday. Well, it That's seems like true. they do. Okay. Well, it <laughs> seems like they do. Um, so I had some hangups about, uh, we'll get into this cause we're going to spend two whole episodes talking about housework, Everyone, spoiler alert, but I definitely have some hangups about deep cleaning and uh, real, like what I think of as like capital H housework or capital C cleaning. I don't, think I'm very good at it. I don't think I'm very consistent at it. And so that was my hang up. I'm like, "Oh, I feel like I don't I don't scrub toilets or I don't like mm. dust. I, I like and not that I never do, but I don't on a very regular schedule and we'll get into that. But to your point, within 4 hours of the first day of keeping track, my first thought was, "Oh, this isn't just about cleaning. There's so much more to running a home than is about just sweeping, dusting, mopping and, you know, toilets and Tubs and sheets. Well, like, and, there's just And a lot more. even
0: if you never get around to, and there have been like entire months that have gone by where I don't do any heavy cleaning, no deep cleaning at all. I'm still plenty busy just yeah. keeping up with like ever, just keeping it up, like just keeping it from falling, all falling down on my head. So, yeah, yeah lots to unpack here, right? Lots
1: to unpack. So much so that we decided to break this into two episodes. So here's the plan. Uh, In today's episode, we are going to go through the week. This was the week of, uh, we started on a Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day, which I believe was May 31st, and then took us through the following Monday, which was like June 7th-ish. So we're going to go Tuesday through the following Monday, seven days. We're going to talk through the tasks that kept us busy in our own homes, both of us. That week. And today we're going to keep it relatively about the tasks themselves. I'm sure there will be a few rabbit holes and and things that we uh, comment on, but you, you pointed out, Megan, a couple of days in, you're like, I think this is two episodes. There's too many bigger mm-hmm. topics here to cover in one.
0: Yeah. And like what, what I was, when I was writing down the things I was doing, or even as I was doing them and thinking, man, I never really thought about this before. Why is it me that always does this? Or what expectation do I have around that? Or how did this look different when I was in a partnered home as opposed to now, or like when I found myself doing my boyfriend's dishes and was like, huh, I'm taking care of someone else's house now that I don't even live in. So it's like, there's just a lot like housework and house cleaning. And there's just so much. And in a mom's life, um, even though I don't think that's our job as moms is to keep a clean house. It's still the space from which we have a family life. Right. Yeah. So it's just there. To, our kids are making messes and we're dealing with them. Yeah.
1: definitely. Lots to say. Yeah. Lots to say. Yeah.
0: plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh. But you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately, the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather, but please don't make me pick a favorite.
1: Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring.
0: wearable well-being for your feet. Okay. So Sarah, one thing I think is interesting about Tuesday, the Tuesday that we kicked this off day one is that we were both traveling on Monday. And I know that that does definitely change things. Um, first of all, for me, I like to do a lot of cleaning before I leave. Um, I like to come home to a house that's been sort of staged for me to come home to, but sometimes that means I do weird things that I wouldn't otherwise do on a Sunday or a Monday. Like things that are sort of random and there's a method to that madness. And I think we'll get into more of that in the second episode, just like how we think through cleaning and all that anticipation Mm -hmm. we're always doing. But I do, I will just say that this Tuesday was a little weird in that the first thing I did was unpack. So um, for me, that's usually a multi-step process. It usually takes about three days. That means like I've got you know, my stuff that I bring in and put right in the washing machine. I've got stuff that I make sure I take upstairs and at least put like on the dresser or next to the dresser or closet right away. So it doesn't get lost or like wrapped up and all the rest of this stuff. Um, usually I'm done with that within like three days. It's pretty methodical, but sometimes it takes longer. Cause I just get busy or forget about it. I switched laundry that day. I actually came home to wet laundry that I had to rewash again. I did that on purpose because oh. I knew that I was going to be gone for three days And I knew that I wanted this particular laundry to get washed twice because there was some cat pee in there. And so I washed it and let it sit wet while I was gone, knowing that when I got home that night, I was going to put bleach in it and rewash it. Now, the level of thought there compared to how long it took my brain to make that decision. So it's like one of those things where you get home. I'm like, oh, right. I left this laundry for myself. Now it's when I'm going to bleach it. And like there's this whole process. But that happened in my brain in a millisecond. Like, oh, pee laundry. Don't want to get it. I don't want it to go get dry and then get home and realize it wasn't quite clean enough. But I don't want to waste the time waiting to get back to run it twice. So I'm going to run it on my way out the door and then run it when I get back. I mean, I just feel like that's like a classic mom way of using our brain. It's like anticipating the future, knowing what might happen if we do it one way, quickly making a game time decision to do it a different way. And then immediately remembering when we're reminded by opening the washing machine and seeing the wet laundry. So anyway, that was, uh, that was there was some method to that madness. Um, Tidy the living room and folded laundry while voxing with you a lot. And I don't know if, you, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know Voxer is like this voicemail program that we use. And I just realized that if I'm voxing... I can go on uh, autopilot while doing housework and almost don't even know I did the housework. And then I look around and like a whole room is clean. So I had a real laundry issue um, that I have a picture of. (laughs) I know we both did. Like my couch was just covered with laundry for quite some time. And I've been having a hard time keeping up with it. Um, But that was something I did. And then had to water my plants, had to take stock of the fridge. Now that's, I don't really count grocery shopping as housework, but there is a certain amount of fridge maintenance that has to happen that I do count because you have to get rid of last week's leftovers. You have to make sure there's room in the fridge. You have to make sure there's no, like I'm not going to put fresh new groceries on top of yucky spills from last week. So there's always that little bit of like a switch over and I tend to do one big shopping trip a week. So the fridge has to be ready. So the taking stock and the tidying and the throwing old stuff out and making sure nothing was past its expiration dates and all that, I'm going to count that as housework. So that was Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, this is exactly where we started to be like, oh, well, does this count? Is this cleaning? And it's like it's all so interrelated when you talk about grocery shopping. Like, yeah, taking old um, moldy cream cheese out of the fridge and then I rinse those containers and put them in the recycling and then take the recycling out. Well, now that sounds a lot like housework. Right. That's you know housework. what I mean. So, right. <laughs> so it's yeah. the
0: stuff you have to do to be prepared to bring groceries home. Right. And it has to happen or or you could just cram a bunch of groceries on top of old groceries and then you end up with rotten groceries. Yeah, that's happened yeah. to
1: the best of us. <laughs> that's best. Um, okay, so Tuesday, May 31st was also as you said a re-entry day for me from travel. The difference is some of my family had been home. The house hadn't been empty, which is a little different than coming home like if everyone's been traveling. It also, I made a note of this cuz I knew I'd forget, our website crashed. Uh, I think the night before and Tuesday, if you, uh, are a fan of this show, you know, it's podcast day. So we had a broken website, a podcast episode that couldn't go out because the website was broken. And then my middle child was competing at the County math Super Bowl. And that's only relevant because it was otherwise it would have been a normal school day, but yet I had to like be out. It was a weird day. So, um, it was a day where there was not as much getting stuff done as I would have liked. Um, and I had professional cleaners that day. So this is a little Mm. weird twist in a week of real life housework is I had for the first time, I think it had been a little over two months. I'm not super regular with professional cleaning services right now. I have been in the past. The most often I've ever had them is monthly. Um, I've never had them more often than that, but right now it's more like probably every other month, which as we'll get into is weird when it comes to some of those tasks that like really should be done every other week or once a month at least. And then I'm like, Oh, but the cleaners will be here soon. Um, yeah. In addition, because this was the last week of school and a super busy week, I didn't have time to like pre tidy for the cleaners as I think almost every mom out there probably likes to do. If you, um, have professional cleaners ever come to your house. You know, you like to like some tidy, some piles and things so that they can really do what they do best and get to the, um, professional level cleaning. But I didn't have time. I was coming home from a trip. It was the last week of school. There were stacks of things everywhere. So I made kind of a game time decision to only have them do kitchen bathrooms, which would include like tubs, showers, toilets, um, and floors. We have hardwood floors in the main traffic areas. So I, I kind of, just decided this is not going to be a thorough house clean but if those things are done I'm pretty good at filling in the gaps. So then I didn't like I didn't um tidy surfaces that they would have dusted for example. Um I didn't worry about piles. And maybe I maybe I don't need to worry about
0: piles when the cleaners come as much as I do. But Well, and I think it kind of depends on the cleaners too. I mean, I've yeah. had cleaners who are very particular about not wanting to ever touch any of your stuff and will do weird things with it if you don't move it. And then I've had cleaners that just Kind of work around it,
1: yeah. So, and I yeah. think ours would be fine. I think it's more for me. I feel so much pressure if I'm going to spend that money to get like the be- the best possible cleaning out of it, which only makes sense if I'm not driving myself crazy pre cleaning for the cleaners, right? Then it's like right. a then I'm I'm working at cross purposes with what the real purpose is. Um Okay, so there were professional cleaners who came in which is why the rest of this week you're not going to hear me talk a lot about like uh getting under the the um range and like wiping down the stove like i i basically entered this week with some of those grimier surfaces professionally cleaned which was amazing oh
0: you're not going to hear me talk about that at all either (laughs) and i did not have it professionally okay well that makes me feel better (laughs) But I think it's like, that's one of those things though, just to quickly interrupt you that I bet you, I probably did twice or three times. I don't do that every day, but I probably hit it twice, like just really quick, like a, you know, quick wipe down and then forgot about it. Like I wasn't, it's so automatic when you see something gross that you just kind of wipe it or deal with it. And then you forget that it ever happened and then it gets gross again. And then you clean it and forget that it ever happened and so on.
1: I think I have a theory that you are better at doing a very cursory wipe down of certain gross surfaces. And I, there are, there are many that I wipe down constantly, but there are others that I will avoid because I think I'm just going to wait till I can do this like really thoroughly. And there's like oh. a, there's like a, it's not productive. Your way's better. Trust me. Um, <laughs> also on this Tuesday, I did do several loads of laundry. I also have a photo of that because I was coming home and I'd been gone for five days. Um, I watered some plants. And like you, I took stock of the fridge situation. Um, Yeah. So that was that was Tuesday, the 31st. We should move on to Wednesday.
0: I'm already tired. All right. Moving on to Wednesday. So this was like a quick cleanup day of all three bathrooms, including the boys, which is usually gross. So we've got three bathrooms in the house. One is basically just like the boys bathroom. I rarely go in there, but it is right off of the kitchen. It's one of those weird, like mid-century kitchen bathroom things, which I don't love. Um, it's not, it's the least nice. And so it became the boys. Uh, then there's like a powder room in the upstairs between Clara's and my bedroom. That's just for the two of us. And then there's sort of like a shared guest bathroom. That's a full bath. And that's the one where Sarah or Clara and I shower the boys would maybe go in it. Like they're allowed to use it if they're walking down the hall. I'm not like, no, but mostly they don't. They they mostly use the other one. So cleaning those three bathrooms, the experience couldn't be more different. Like there's Clara's and my little powder room, which is where we have our makeup and our hair care stuff. And it's kind of messy. Like there's always stuff out, but it's never, it's never nasty. It just takes like a quick, I do a lot of those Quickly spray everything, wipe it down with toilet paper, flush the toilet paper. Probably once a week, I give the toilet bowl like a little quick scrub. Um, that's and then I probably mop the floor up there or have Clara do it. Like every couple of weeks, only when it needs it, and it just doesn't take much. I don't think about it. Then there's the the main bathroom on the main floor where Claire and I shower and that one requires a little bit more because there's showering happening. But I use one of those sprays that you spray in the shower after you're done showering Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to kind of keep soap scum and stuff. And I don't really scrub bathtubs very often. Uh, I just kind of don't. So that doesn't take tons. Then I go into the boys room and it's like, I was just slapped in the face with gross. And (laughs) I don't, I'm not deep cleaning their bathroom, but there does become a point where it's like, I just can't, the risk that someone not in our family might walk in and see it. Yeah. So I'll at the very least, like um, wipe around the base of the toilet um, and around the rim of the toilet and hit the, hit the toilet with the scrub. And again, I'm not in there like breaking my back. I'm not scrubbing on my hands and knees, but it takes time. Yeah. Um Again, Wednesday, usually I would do my grocery shopping on Wednesday or Monday, but it did on Wednesday this, that week. So I kind of just picked up where I left off the night before. I swapped out a tablecloth on our dining room table. Um, I do that about once a week. Sometimes more if we're just eating all together lots. Maybe twice a week. It is actually one of my favorite homemaking rituals. I really love tablecloths, and I, I love
1: about you. But you haven't talked I about know, it on the show in a while.
0: No, it's been a while, but it's ne- it's something that's never gone away from me. I always would buy those vinyl ones, and I they used to. I feel like I used to be able to get really cute vinyl tablecloths at target. And now of course I don't have target anymore and admire. You can sometimes find cute ones. Um, I don't need the vinyl ones anymore. Like we're not, the kids aren't that messy anymore. So it's really more of like, I put a cloth one down once a week or once every couple of days I shake it outside, I just go out the back door and shake crumbs off. And then about once a week I swap it out with a new one. And I feel like it's like, it matches my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you ever see pictures that I put on Instagram or videos, like very often I'm sitting at that dining room table with one of my tablecloths and I probably chose it cause I was in that mood. They're typically floral, okay. but not all. Um, I put away a basket of clothes that were in my bedroom. That has been a constant struggle for me to keep up on the clothes, putting away lately, yep. Continued to unpack. Um, I did the dishes and put food away after dinner. Oh, I kind of had forgotten about this, but this is usually a shared job with Clara and Owen, but Eric stopped by for dinner And the kids were just unloading so many words that day. Like they, they just were talking a lot. Um, we had all been apart from each other over the weekend. And so they had a lot to tell me and I started to feel like it was like drinking from a fire hose. So I just thought I'm going to go escape to the kitchen to clean up and let Eric be the one to drink from the fire hose for a little while. (laughs) <laughs> and I also just didn't want to deal with like hearing them bicker about who was gonna load and who was gonna unload and I just didn't want to deal with that. So it reminded me when they were little kids and honestly cleaning the kitchen was like my happy place because it I had an excuse to hide in the kitchen without anyone in there. Um took all the recycling out of the garage and put it in the bin. So I have, you know, my garage is right off the back door and I have a bad habit of just tossing things out the door. And like, I have a little container to grab recycling, but it's not big enough. Mm-hmm. And so it was overflowing and I had to take it all out and break down some boxes and things like that. That took a while. And then CCLR, complete cat litter reset. <laughs> so that's also typically a Clara job, but I decided to take mercy on her, take pity on her and do it. And it just means the cat litter is completely thrown away. The container is wiped or hosed out and there is fresh new litter. And that's maybe once every couple of weeks. Usually we just scoop and refill. Right. How about you? Yeah.
1: Okay. So Wednesday, I made a note that everyone was in school this day. It was a good, long, normal work day at home, which means, of course, I was working. But the way I do housework while working from home is I sit at my computer and work until my body needs a sitting break. And then I stand up and I
0: do housework. <laughs> how do sounds- you know that your so- body, I'm just really curious, but how do you know? Like, what does your body tell you?
1: Oh, interesting. Um, I think I feel uncomfortable in a seated position or, yeah. and, or my eyes or brain or neck that kind of like computer focus, not so mm-hmm. much like, like my larger gross motor back and legs, but more just You're like not starting to just fall apart. <laughs> no. Yeah. And like, I don't <laughs> yeah. have like severe pain or anything like that. Like right, my, <laughs> my li- limbs are not asleep. It's more of like, I need to not be, it, it, and it might look like a brain break. It might look like a brain yeah. or a body break, but basically then I do housework, which is so funny. I do work, work, and then I stand up and I move my body, but I'm then I'm taking care of tasks. It works really well for me. And for this reason, I will often leave breakfast dishes in the sink for several hours if it's just me here at home, because I know I'm going to get to them when my energy and my brain body, like it, there will be a time that lines up that it makes sense to do that. So I I'm not right. very specific about like, I must clean the kitchen before sitting down to work. I'm actually kind of the opposite. So um, I made a note that the aftermath of having um, had the cleaners there the day before was that funny things get kind of like unearthed when you have somebody, you know, uh, dragging a broom under your couch or vacuuming. And so they're like these random objects that need to be thrown away or find a home. I found half an Easter egg. You know, lots of like single socks that get unearthed when um, someone else has been in helping clean your home. So that was kind of funny. I did a lot of fridge tidying, more fridge tidying because I went to the grocery store that day as well and we got our farm box. So there was more of that kind of fridge organization. Um, Brian made dinner and Violet made brownies because it was Reed's birthday that day. So there were so many dishes in the evening. And I am the main dish doer. Like I just haven't delegated that to the kids yet. And Brian is the main cook, at least in the evening. So I, I have a love hate with dishes. I really don't mind standing at the kitchen sink doing dishes. I really don't. It's, there's something meditative about it for me. I look out, there's a window in front of my kitchen sink. However, I can reach a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, there are so many, especially when and they still
0: keep coming. And they
1: still keep coming. And my <laughs> yeah. dishwasher, actually, I have had so many dishwashers that function at about 70%. Like they're just good, but not great. And so I what really, you know, gets in my craw or whatever is when I'm doing a bunch of hand-washing pots, pans, cookie sheets, um, things that don't go in the dishwasher. But then I also open up a clean dishwasher and I have to rewash like mm. a third of those. Cause they didn't get cleaned. That bugs me. So anyway, did a lot of dishes that night. Um, this was the last week of school. So I was starting to see a lot of like end of school paper piles. Um, I started to tidy the dining room table, which is kind of like our dining room is a, in a pass through room and, We don't sit at the formal dining room table very often. So it becomes like a giant surface where things can gather, which can be useful, um, but also get overwhelming. The kids each have a little basket in the dining room where I can put their stuff to take back to their room. So I did a little bit of that kind of tidying and then I kept going with laundry. So I did a lot that day. I did um, linens and rags that day because the cleaners had been there. And so I cleaned a lot of cleaning rags. I did Reed's laundry. Um, Again, those random socks that I pick up constantly find their way into the laundry. Uh, the way the kids' laundry works is they bring their basket out when they're ready for me to do it. And I give them approximately a 24-hour turnaround. Like they can't bring it back and bring it out and say like, I need these clean now. But within about 24 hours, I do their laundry and I fold it, but then they put it away. That's how we do it right now.
0: You know, I... And we, and we can dive into this more in a future episode, but like laundry is the one thing that for me has changed so many times as a mom that I feel like I have only ever been on top of it for like a brief shining moment. And that was when my (laughs) kids were like stair steps, the hand-me-downs made sense. I knew exactly who wore what, like it just all made so much sense. And I was in complete control of it. Now it is not like that anymore. And I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And my kids are like mad at me because I don't know whose pants. I'm like, they all look, you guys all wear identical pants. Only, <laughs> you know, whose pants are whose. And they're all sort of similar sized. It's just a mess right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've lost control because now they also want to be in charge of their own laundry. So yeah, I get it. <sighs> anyway. All right. My turn. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thursday, I swept and mopped like basically the whole first floor. I will say sweeping and mopping is something that I vastly underestimate how often I do um, because it's just like one of those things I can kind of do without thinking about it too much. I'll just be talking to one of the kids or voxing with you or something and I pick up a broom and next thing I know everything's been swept and then I, and then I mop it. And when Moxie was still alive, and if you don't, I don't, I think I've mentioned it on the show. And if you don't follow us on um, Instagram, you might not know, but she, we did have to have her put down a few weeks ago. Um, and I was in the habit of mopping a lot up after her. So I just kind of kept that going. But now instead of just mopping up pee piles, I'm mopping up you know, everything. Right. I'm also dealing with finding like remnants of her presence in the house constantly. Like she used to eat the end of the peanut butter jar. That was mm-hmm. something that she did her whole life. And so we get to the end of the peanut butter jar and then we give a turn. She'd stick her nose in it. It was really cute. And then she'd chew it up and then I'd throw it away a few days later. And now I'm finding those like in like chewed up peanut butter jars, half chewed bones. I'm finding all those things all over the house, which is just sad. And also now when we finish up a peanut butter jar, I kind of look around like who's going to eat this. going to lick it. Nobody's (laughs) going to lick it. No one's going to lick it. So um, yeah, it's kind of sad. Uh, I did another load of laundry. Um, I pulled some weeds, uh, which is another thing that I could often go forever a whole summer (laughs) without doing, but I happened to be out. It was a lovely day. And I happened to be outside. Um, chicken care. You know, i it's not housework, but it did occur to me that day that like that's something I do every single day. So I did that also Tuesday and Wednesday and then forgot to write it down. Um, and those things take time. It's like caring for the people slash pets slash animals under, you know, mm-hmm. in your estate that uh, takes time. And then mail maintenance and paying bills, which I don't really count paying bills as housework. However, if I don't keep them organized, they don't get paid and organization and maintenance of the mail coming in is definitely something that kind of falls, falls under that housework thing. And I don't have a great system for it. My my system is kind of active management. Just make sure I look at it a lot and stay on top of it. Part of that is because in the new house, I haven't quite figured out where, where my workstation is yet. I have an, a desk in my bedroom, but I don't really have, I don't want to spend all day in my bedroom working. And so I like to kind of be down in the main part of the house during the day. And I haven't quite figured out where to set myself up to have all my stuff where I need it. So still working on that. How about you?
1: Well, um, I made a note that this felt like it was a low housework day. I think the day prior, Wednesday, I had done a lot. Uh, This Thursday felt like a low housework day, but then I kind of got a second wind in the evening And it's just a reminder of the never endingness. We're going to talk about that next week. But like I could say to myself, like, wow, you didn't even wipe down the kitchen counters today, Sarah. And then like (laughs) it's 730. We're shuttling kids like not to bed, but like back toward the bedroom part of the house. And there I am. I fold two loads of laundry. I'm like, you know, I'm still putting away the suitcase from my travels. So you have, it's not like an eight hour office work day. It's like a 16 right. hour, like hours that you are awake in your home. And to your point, we're almost always doing something. So right. I did get a second wind in the evening. Um, I started that day by unloading the dishwasher and, um, putting away the hand-washed dishes from the night before. Um, we also had, a I made a note, we had a really funny conversation in Slack with our entire team about singing karaoke. And it, I made a note because we use either slack voicemail or voxer to talk as a work team and sometimes it it's a water it's a water cooler what do you call that in a real office so it would just made me smile that day because i did a ton of dishes but while i did dishes i was enjoying listening to our team chat about karaoke so it's a, a fun way to combine i guess work and housework
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: um i did more laundry folded a bunch cuz i had done a lot the day before um brian joined me in some folding in the evening which is Rare Brian is very hands on in the kitchen and is our main dinner cook, but I do all the laundry. So he helped fold some linens and that I had been avoiding because that linens is like I'll have a pile of clean sheets and pillowcases, and I don't know why. Like, I fold laundry in our bedroom, and our linen closet is six steps away from where I fold laundry. It's not even like down in another part of the house, it's right there. But I don't ever put things in the linen closet, I just move them to the chair anyway. Um, I hung up a lot of my own clothes to your point about the hang. We've talked about this before, like the hanging up. just feels like, I don't know, an extra thing. Uh, This is how long it had been. I found our hotel room key from our trip to Dallas in April under one pile of like, I think, sweaters that I hung up. So that had been a while. I one
0: time found an iPad (laughs) under like an (laughs) iPad that had been missing for a very like an embarrassing long time. Embarrassingly long time. I've been realized oh how long it had gosh. been since I got to the bottom of that pile. Yeah. There's
1: just always a pile. <laughs> um, I just I made a note that there was more school, like end of school stuff just everywhere. And I just had yeah. to kind of put the blinders on and know that I would get to it eventually. Um, and then you brought up chickens and pulling weeds, and that I think that kind of both led us to think like, well, yeah, we are we're we're keeping this, we're maintaining this home in, inside and out. I harvested a bunch of plums and avocado because we have trees going crazy right now. And that does, we won't eat them. No one will eat them and they'll go to waste and they'll rot and become squirrel food if I don't get out there and pick them. So I harvested stone fruit. I picked up dog poop. I watered an outdoor flower pot and that was Thursday.
0: Sarah, we're welcoming our sponsor, Element. That's spelled L-M-N-T, a zero-sugar electrolyte drink that leans on current science about what our bodies really need in order to deliver the most effective hydration possible. You know, Sarah, Eric is really into keeping up with health research, and he's been insisting to me for years that we actually need more salt to stay hydrated. Turns out Element agrees because they've developed their product based on a growing body of research that shows that for optimal health outcomes, we actually need to be taking in sodium levels at two to three times government recommendations. That's a big difference.
1: Yeah, it really is, Megan. And, you know, electrolyte deficiency or imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, brain fog, and weakness. I know I can feel really rotten when I'm dehydrated. And also, I don't love the taste of plain water, so I'm not that great about drinking it. Element makes a huge difference in how much I'm enjoying my hydration and in how I feel, and it's super easy to fit it into my daily routine. My favorite flavor of Element is the grapefruit. But if that's not for you, we're going to get you set up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite Element flavor. Plus, Element has a no-questions-asked refund policy. You don't even have to send the product back to get your refund.
0: Yeah, you can receive a free Element sample pack containing one packet of eight flavors. So you'll get eight total packets free with any order when you purchase through our custom URL. That's drinkelement.com slash momhour, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership, and it's available for both new and returning customers. To get that offer, again, go to drinkelement.com slash momhour.
1: Okay. So we are to Friday of the week we were tracking, which was Friday, June 3rd. Um, Reed, my sixth grader, graduated from sixth grade that day. Um, So I was like, I don't think I worked. Work worked like at all that day. It was kind of like a uh, last day of school. It was last day of school and sixth grade graduation. I made a note that my day started by sewing a button on Brian's dress shirt at 6 a.m., which again, not really housework, but also... I don't know, the buttons gotta get sewed or the shirt right, to, you know, get tossed or whatever, mended somehow. Somebody's gotta do it. Um, I did have a low moment that I feel like confessional about of in the morning <laughs> being not very nice to my spouse oh, about dishes. Okay. So I think we were both out the way the mornings work in our house is um the kids can get their own breakfast and they can get themselves ready. So we're not needing to actively be with them in the way you are when they're tiny, but we do kind of take turns of who's back in the bedroom getting ready and who's out in the kitchen kind of, I don't know, like buttering toast and that kind of thing. Right. This morning, because we were going to sixth grade graduation, I was actually like doing my hair and makeup, which normally I wouldn't be doing at this time of morning. If I was going to put myself together, I'd probably wait till everybody was gone. But so I was back in the bedroom a little longer and Brian was out helping with breakfast and we had a lot of dishes from the night before. Cause we, uh, and sometimes when I say from the night before, they're not all dirty. Sometimes they're clean and stacked, but usually in the early morning, there's quite a bit that needs to be like put to right from the night before. And that's probably just cause we're not a family who leaves the kitchen, like perfectly spotless before we go to bed. I never have been that way. I'd rather like wake up and kind of tackle it with fresh energy. So. Right. When I'm out with the kids, serving them breakfast, talking to them, asking them about how they slept, all of that. I am constantly doing dishes. I'm either doing the breakfast dishes or I'm catching up from the night before. I'm washing the coffee pot. I'm like, I, I never stop. And so I did that. And then I was back in the bedroom and I was doing my hair and doing my makeup. And I was back there for like a good half hour. And I come out and Brian's just shooting the you know what with the kids. And I'm like, <laughs> but also like there's also other things you could be doing while being this present parent. And it was just like that classic moment. We work really t- well together as job sharing and co-parents. So I feel like I can kind of safely say this on the podcast because nobody's partnership is perfect. It's just like, that is the difference between how I spend time in my kitchen and how he did that morning. I'm not even going to say how he always does because he's, he's good at picking away at tasks as well, but I just came out and I was not very nice about it. I said something. I was like, You've been out here this whole time and like we're still just looking at this sink full of dishes. I don't remember exactly what I said, but it wasn't very nice. OK.
0: Um, only- well, I understand it. I understand.
1: OK. Well, hopefully others can, too.
0: Um, the
1: only other thing I wrote down for this Friday, because it was a weird day, is my eighth grader was on an 11 day school trip. And so this whole week I had been actually down an entire kid. And normally I do not go into the teenage bedroom I don't I certainly don't clean the teenager's bedroom, but I also don't go in and do much. Um, You know, Luke brings his own laundry out and every once in a while I'll be like, hey, bring any water cups out. We don't generally have a problem with like food going into the teenage bedroom. But I felt like because this had been such a long trip, I wanted to go in there like, I don't know, make sure like nothing was rotting. I did want to change the sheets on the bed, which I didn't end up doing till the next day. But I kind of took stock of the teen bedroom. Um, kind of opened up the windows, let some fresh air in, threw away obvious trash. I wanted to be like, I wanted to strike the balance of like helpful mom, um, picked up my room a tiny bit while I was gone, but also like, oh my gosh, mom's been going through my stuff. And so that I I'm new to this. Like I'm new to like teenage parenting. And I think I, I think I struck the right balance. It would, I think it would have been weird if I'd gone in there and like deep cleaned my eighth graders room before returning from a school trip. But I did go in there and tidy a little bit.
0: And I actually did the same thing. One of the days of that week, I went into Will's room. They were, uh, they I think they were all with their dad for one of the nights or something. And I remember going to his room and being like, you know what? I just think I'll be happier. First of all, there's dishes of mine that are being hoarded in this room. And uh, I would really like to have all of the spoons that I purchased back in my drawer. (laughs) And some of them are lost to time. Like I'll never get those spoons back. I don't know where they are, but like, that's one thing. And it's a pest problem. I don't want gross food stuff. But then I also kind of looked around and was like, you know what? I think maybe I'll just do a quick sweep and pick up some laundry too. And then he'll come home to a slightly cleaner room and I'll feel better about it. And so will he. And I don't know. I don't know if he actually did feel better about it, but I did. Yeah. So yeah. There you go.
1: You know, you talked actually just last week when we were talking about like, sometimes we think we have to be so consistent with like, I do not clean my teen's room or I do demand that my teen cleans his room. And sometimes it's like, well, this time it made sense. Um, it's not like he's not gonna expect you to always go in and pick up his dirty right. laundry and wash it for him. But this time In fact, it made I think sense. he'd
0: prefer I didn't most right. of the time. But like right. I just couldn't it. I couldn't take it anymore. And I yeah, I didn't deep clean it. I just made it a little bit more manageable. Yeah. So
1: Well, the worst thing yeah. I found um on this like timid entry into the teen room was a sealed Tupperware that had had refried bean dip in it. Um, it was oh, probably yeah. a week old, but it was one of those glass lock completely sealed. So there was no like pest, like there was no concern for the bedroom itself. It was only like when I got it out to to wash it, um, you know, it was kind of yeah. stinky, but yeah. yeah. So, all
0: right. Well, this is pretty funny that I did not make an entry for Friday because I, I very clearly remember saying something every day. And then the funniest thing was I actually made comments about how much housework we were doing on that Friday, but I didn't actually put my entry about what I did that Friday, which I think it might be, I was working on it and I just clicked away from the window and it got lost or something. So here's what I will say. Um, I know for a fact sometime that week, and I don't see it under my notes, that I folded, you know, hours worth of laundry and managed to send it off with the correct kids which is nice. something i've been trying to get done for a really long time. I think that must have happened on a Friday and i also put down a new area rug and i know that's not like oh. household management or cleaning but it had to get done and it sat in my garage for like a week and a half or two weeks because i just didn't want to deal with it. But it's a thing like yeah. you know cutting the plastic to get a rug out i bought it online, rolling it out, it's huge, it's actually a little bit bigger than i expected, getting it in the room, getting it under the sofa that was a whole thing and it required me to take care of all that laundry because we've now lived in this house for uh 4 months and I have not put the sectional back together yet so okay. it's like in pieces but like pushed closely together and so I can't move the pieces of the the sofa with the laundry on it it'll <laughs> just fall through the cracks right yeah. so <laughs> then I'm looking around going okay I need to get this under control but it's not a one person job it's not even really like a mom and two younger kids job it's like yeah. I need some man strength on that or like some older adult strength to help me out. So I'll have to like recruit all the kids at some point to help with that. But that's all I wrote down. I actually thought that that was a pretty heavy housework day because I remember thinking Saturday would be a really low housework day or no housework day, but mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you exactly what I did.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, well, here we are to Saturday. I wrote down, I'm glad I did. Cause I would have no memory of this. We had had technical difficulties earlier in the week with recording the podcast. So we had to bump recording to early Saturday morning, which happens sometimes. And I, I think neither you nor I really mind recording on the weekends, but it's not our usual It's usually pretty early my time because you're three hours later. Um, And I woke up with a headache, which happens sometimes for me. So I didn't get to much housework. Normally a Saturday would be like, I'm going to really dig into some of this decluttering and like tackle some project. And I really didn't because both we were working and I had a headache. Um, I did pick away at the end of school year paper onslaught. So Reed and Violet had finished school officially the day before. Although I don't know if your schools have been or were like this in elementary school, but. It feels like the papers start coming home about a week before the end of school because the teachers are, you know, they're putting those portfolios together and they're helping the kids clean out their desks. And so um, I guess there's there's pros and cons to that. It felt like school papers were coming home for like a solid week, but I guess I wasn't hit with it all at once. Um, and basically I, I go through and I, you know, trash a lot of it immediately after looking at it. Um, I make piles for each kid. I have these accordion um, portfolio savers that I will link to. I've mentioned them like two dozen times on the show, but I will link to them again. They're from Lakeshore Learning. Um, I think a Tupperware bin can also work. Like it doesn't really matter. I think the the main key is paring down to just the essentials. Um, And what's funny, Megan, is now recording this, we're recording this June 16th. So it has been two full weeks since this happened. And I feel like what I did is the first, 70% of this task, you know, like the, the paring down the throwing junk away, um, salvaging old pencils, things like that. I did all that, but then the kids piles are still just in my office two weeks later. So that's kind of funny. Um, I did end up changing out all the bedding on my oldest's bed in preparation for return from the school trip. Um, and did and folded his laundry as well. So I was like kind of pre nesting to get my kid back from a trip um, and that bedding, I did like the mattress cover, the dust ruffle, like full, like really did a, what did you call it with the cat litter? Like the complete reset rather than just complete like cat litter reset, yeah. CCLR, so
0: this was a complete
1: yeah. teen bedding reset as opposed yeah. to like, Oh, strip your sheets. Let's run them through the wash real quick. But this was like, you know, I did it, did it up nice. Um, I think we might've vacuumed in that room too. I think Brian actually hauled the vacuum in and did that. And then I also harvested more plums and avocados and took a full bag of those uh, down the street to a neighbor.
0: Definitely falls under housework. Sure. Because you can't let those go to waste. No. You cannot. Well, my Saturday, which I had thought would be a no housework at all day, I had been planning to take it kind of easy, Um, just turned it to not being that. And and that's okay. Like sometimes I like to declare sometimes that I'm not going to do things just so I can break my own rule because then I feel like I'm way on top of it. And also I just like to let the spirit move me. and that day, the spirit moved me to clean, but it started with me hanging out uh, at Eric's house early in the day. And he wasn't even there. And I decided to do his dishes, which I do very frequently. First of all, his house is always nice and neat and much cleaner than mine. And so there's something about cleaning his kitchen that is deeply satisfying because it's like restoring it to factory reset. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, so it's, it like just looks cleaner than my house will. My house just doesn't look as clean as his does, and so there's something very satisfying. Also, it's an act of service; it's an act of care. I like yeah. to do that for people, and I help dirty the dishes. Now, you know, I think I had had dinner maybe over here on Friday, so um, at his house, and so I wound up, uh, I wound up doing the dinner dishes. But then once I got started, and he and his family, everyone does their own dishes, so it's one of those because he's just down to him and one child at home almost all the time. His other son has moved out and his daughter's only with him half the time. So it's like, usually the dishes are going to be his or maybe once in a while hers. So the system they have worked out is everyone takes care of their own dishes. There's not like dishes left to pile in the sink, which is very different than the way I've always done things in my house. Mm -hmm. So all that is to say, I feel like I'm trying to work within his system, but I'm also trying to, you know, be part of the solution and make it really nice. And it's just an interesting dynamic because as I'm standing there doing his dishes, I'm thinking I could really be at my house doing something at my house that would make mm-hmm. my house better. Um, and I think that that's just an interesting thing when you're in a couple, but not cohabitating, but yet you're kind of messing it up each other's stuff. Yeah, Even that can get a little tricky sometimes. And yeah. that day it was perfectly fine. But there have been times before where I will find myself tidying over at his house and thinking like, but I have a whole house I need to go take care of. And it's just one of those kind of complicated things about having a romantic life when you're an adult with kids who aren't with that person. Um, then I went home and because I was on a roll, I did the dishes at my house and I gave my kitchen a really good wipe down. So this is when I would have been doing the, um, like under the, you know, the, what is it called? The range, the thingy, I have an electric stove. So the, no, 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 oh, the, the the. you know what I mean? Like, the... this is embarrassing. <laughs> Whatever <in> the, the <laughs> things you cook on the elements, the heating elements. I hit like cleaned under those we were like, right at the what? point
1: where like, we're not sure if we're going to edit that or not, but I don't think we right. are. Well, just, we, we just
0: couldn't think of the word. <laughs> the thing that makes things hot. That was the thing I was cleaning under and then like wiping down and, um, the kids were outside doing yard work. And I always love that feeling of like, the kids are outside working on something and I'm inside working on something we're all, or sometimes vice versa. We're all being productive. Like there's somebody, everyone is being industrious today. And that to me is a really good feeling. So when I finished that up, I peeped outside they're still out there working. I thought, you know, now what I'm going to do is sweep the sunroom and I'm going to take the doormats outside and shake them. And Ooh, it's so nice outside. So then I wandered back into the garage and finished breaking down boxes and like went and got more boxes out of the shop and broke all those down and tidied up the garage, which was fine, but like not great. It really needed a little bit of help. Um, And so that felt really good, but that's one of those things I did not plan for. And usually that kind of job I do not plan for. That's the sort of thing that just happens because I find myself with some spare time and I don't want to look at the mess anymore. And I just take care of it. I'm really good at that kind of impromptu, spontaneous cleaning. I'm not as good at having a system that makes sure that it happens regularly.
1: Well, this is probably a surprise to you and everyone listening, but in this way, we are exactly the same. And maybe that's why I've struggled with feeling like I should be doing it differently because I am so schedule and system oriented in other areas of my life. But I'm, as you were talking, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I would be doing. Like, oh, the kids are playing a little bit longer. I'm going to tackle this or, oh, I feel like doing this. So I really am that way with housework for whatever reason,
0: because it doesn't, it may be somebody else does it differently. I think the point is no one's got a perfectly clean house all the time. Even if they have the most fail-proof system, it will fail at some point, right? Or you can't keep up with everything because like just almost nobody I know, I'm not going to say nobody because I do know people who are crazy good um, house, homemakers, house cleaners, home maintenance type people. But that's really like a big job. Um, I think most of us just figure out what sort of works for us and do that.
1: Yep. Yeah. And we'll talk a lot more about like all of our feelings about all this, um, in next week's episode, but yeah, I agree. Well, that brings us to Sunday and I feel like we were quite productive on this Sunday. So I'll try and move quickly. Um, I wrote down that we did an all family, all hands cleanup of the rec room. So our rec room is this bonus room I've talked about. It's got Couches and a projection TV. It's also got a kids' art table. It's like it is a catch all. It's like the equivalent of all of you who have basements, but it's not a basement. Um, It's kind of on the way out to our garage. And it gets crazy cluttered in there because I let it, because I let the kids build forts and do their projects. And, you know, I still have relatively young kids who are like making a huge art mess and then leaving it out for days. And it's one of the joys of my life that I have this room where I can leave that because I've lived in houses where there isn't space for that. Um, but every once in a while, we need to kind of like get it back to <laughs> factory settings, as you said. So we just like hauled everybody in there. And there's a lot of paper scraps because Violet does a lot of artwork and cuttings. So It usually looks like handing a kid a trash bag and like just being like, "Okay, you pick up all the paper scraps like you go through and find all the dirty socks that are like under the couch cushions and you put the couch to write. And then, you know, Brian and I are in there, too. Brian might bring in the shop back. Um, And so, yeah, so we did that, which is deeply satisfying to me. It's satisfying because it's obviously feels great to have a room get put to write, but also it's satisfying for me to be able to boss my kids around and make them do like to just feel like we're working on something together, you know, rather than me picking up after them. So I did that. Um, I supervised the kid weekend chores, which include pet cage cleaning. We have two rats and a Guinea pig, um, emptying their, we call them bench baskets. Those are those little like miscellaneous baskets that I throw their stuff into That live in our dining room and they're supposed to take those and empty them in their bedrooms and put things away once a week, um, putting their own laundry away. So, you know, supervising your kids doing their chores is like it's housework adjacent, I think. So I wrote it down. Um, I wrote down that I was getting closer on the end of school year papers and artwork. So basically, I'd been picking away at end of school stuff for days did more laundry um triage luke's coming home from school trip unpacking which again did i mention 10 days of biking and camping so omg the stink <laughs> and it was wet there was rain and Ugh. snow so um that takes several days that extended beyond the scope of this week of real life housework but basically it's like any other major coming home from camping it's like you do the stinkiest most urgent yep. things first you spread everything out. And then you just, for me, we just spread it out over the garage and I, I'm still picking away at it. It's been two weeks, but like the mess kit is clean. The, um, water thing you drink of that. I always forget the name, like the hydration pack. Um, I like to really give that a good clean. Cause that would be so gross if water stayed in there. And so, yeah, I don't mind. It's a lot. Um, but like I have since this, since recording all this that week, I have washed the sleeping bag. I've washed the parka. I've, like, I've taken care of it in stages, but this was the first day of triaging it. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, that's where I'll stop for now, for Sunday. Okay. <laughs> I had another comment, you but I'll save You didn't it.
0: run out of things that you were doing, but um, yeah. And well, I think it it's interesting. more laundry
1: and more dishes, but I mean, okay. come on. The listeners come on. know.
0: <laughs> I'm not even mentioning those things anymore, yeah. the laundry and the dishes. They just are happening. And, and actually, as we were talking about, like, I realized that when we were writing these things down, we mostly at least for me, I was mostly writing down things I personally was doing. I wasn't really writing down like the stuff that was happening because other people in the house were taking care of it, which would be, that's like a whole different episode is like, how do things get done when mom's not the one physically doing it necessarily? Um, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a second too, but I, even when it's technically someone else's job. So like the dishes, the nights that my kids are home with me is not really my job. But there's almost never a day I don't do in some way dishes like it just doesn't maybe look like, okay, now it's my job to clear the table after dinner and load the dishwasher and run it like maybe that's not my job tonight or unload. But the next morning when they're all off at school or whatever now they're sleeping in, but I'm probably still loading a few things into the dishwasher just to kind of get it started or I'm unloading because I just don't want to half unload the dishwasher there. So even when it's not our job, it's still kind of our job. And this was a good example of that. So that Sunday, again, I kind of had thought that maybe I wouldn't have a lot to do that day because that morning I went to a friend's birthday brunch and then that evening was Will's graduation. And I thought, well, that's like going to be just hours of me not being home at all, um, recreating and then watching this ceremony. So like, I'm not even going to have time to do do any housework. And I still did. I still did housework, all the basic stuff. But then I had to make sure that the trash, the trash and recycling went to the curb and not my job, very clearly not my job, but I care about it more than anybody else. Sure. So of course I'm going to make sure it happens because if it doesn't guess who's stuck with full trash bins for the next week Mm -hmm. that I have to deal with. Right. Mm -hmm. So like they don't care. And it just, I know we're going to talk more about how our feels, our feelings around all this, but it's just like that emotional labor of. Being the one to care, even if you're not the one doing the thing, is a lot. And I'll leave it there for now.
1: Well, I even want to just add a note to that um, lovely comment about emotional labor and mental load and say that Sunday, Monday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of this particular week, I had some really intense personal stuff going on. And I wrote it down because I wanted to remind myself that I was dealing with that that those days. And yet you still got to do the housework. You know what I mean? Like right. you still, you yeah. maybe do less and you maybe go a little easy on yourself and you maybe like cry over the kitchen sink while you're doing dishes, but like, it's still there. So I don't it's know there. It was kind of profound for me to be doing that and just be like, yeah, I still folded laundry and I still yeah. like, I don't know, picked up dog poop and whatever. So yeah, it's a lot. Okay. That brings us to Monday, the last day of the seven days we tracked. And we finished on a Monday because we started on the day after Memorial Day. Um, I wrote down that this was kind of the first day of summer-ish. Like my oldest still went back for a couple of half days later that week. It was a weird, weird finishing up of middle school. But um, I had all three kids home that day. I started my day. The very first thing of housework I did that day was going outside to dig through a trash can to find a book from school of violets that I had thrown away (laughs) in the school papers purging and she wanted it. And it was so cute. She was like, mommy, Mrs. Hammer said that we should be practicing multiplication and our cursive every day this summer. This is like the first day of summer. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, dear Lord, you're not going to do this. I know you're not, but I appreciate the desire because it was all fresh, right? The fresh desire to like, do what she's supposed to do all summer long. And so there had been a cursive handwriting, um, kind of like a like a workbook that I had just tossed and didn't realize that was for summer work. And I had to go digging through trash. I never did find it, but she forgot. How much of
0: your how much of your job as a mom is (laughs) taking like finding things in the trash that you aggressively threw away because you were over momming? I mean, I mean, I don't You can't give it a percentage, but it's a lot, no. right? It's like a whole episode. I could do yeah. a whole episode about that.
1: <laughs> um, so that is and that was literally at like 630 a.m. or something. I was out in the in the real trash, not just the kitchen trash, but like the big bin. Um, that day I also took out the compost and that's kind of new for us, but we are doing backyard composting. So it is very stinky, but kind of satisfying. Cause I really like that we're doing it. Um, but it's gross. And I also washed out the compost container and I did a little extra more like a complete reset of compost rather than the quickie version. Um, I hand washed a lot of our reusable water bottles, like our stainless steel, like our hydro flasks and the cheaper version of those. Um, we have a little mini fridge in the rec room and what I really like to do is have a bunch of those already filled and in there. And it's so great because we can grab them when we're leaving. But what happens inevitably is like they start to kind of stack up in the kitchen and and I gave them all good washing. I refilled them and put them um, back in the fridge. Um, I voted. That is not housework at all, but it did involve finding my ballot in a whole stack of those bills and papers that we talked about. So I came up against my own lack of
0: paper management And isn't it amazing to how much of just doing a thing sometimes requires you to clean the space to find the thing that you want to do, like the necessary household management? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's see. I ordered more laundry pods because we were out of that. I harvested more plums and then I had a surprise dog mess because we we let the dog be out in the house when we went on an outing instead of crated. And he can kind of do either one. Um, He didn't pee. His marking problem seems to be getting better. Knock on wood. But he did jump up on the kitchen counter and eat three brownies in like four different locations in the house. First of all, our dog is not very sensitive to chocolate. I know I know this is like high alert for a lot of people, but my experience is some dogs are more sensitive to chocolate yeah. than others. He was fine. We weren't concerned about his health, but he did drag a brownie into like four different Because He couldn't locations. just
0: gobble it down no, in one place. Yeah. No, it's
1: like they carry it and then they look at it for a while and kind of eat part <laughs> of it and then
0: carry it to another part.
1: So I came home to like it was a pretty dry, crummy brownie. So it wasn't like smeared chocolate, and and I wrote I I wrote down that I just kind of left it there. Do you ever do that with messes? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna just deal, with, deal this with this right, right now. now so, the kids yeah. are like, mom. We found another pile of brownie crumbs. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, great. I'll get to it eventually. And I'm thinking maybe the dog will just eat the brownie crumbs and it'll, then it'll right. be a quicker clean a magical
0: up. thinking around that, but it so could have happened. It I literally happened. just was
1: stepping over piles of dog eaten brownie crumbs for several hours. And eventually I cleaned it up, of course. Um, and I watered some plants.
0: Oh, well, so this was like my, his last week of school. Um, so this was like My because the one, the Monday before had been weird for me because I was traveling and then I ended up kind of pushing my usual domestic Monday to Wednesday. So everything was a little off that week. It was my kids last week of school. And I think that was the day that I did the takeover on Instagram. I'm pretty sure that was that day. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit of an interesting day and that I was documenting everything I was doing, but like, but I wasn't writing it down necessarily. So like then at the end of the day, I was like, Oh no, I did these other things. Um, Oh no, that was the day I did the new area rug. Sorry. I guess that was on Monday. Hmm. I thought that was on Friday. Well, I already talked about that. That is just a mystery now. Friday is a mystery. Who knows? Maybe I wasn't even around. Maybe I went someplace. Um, I just said, of course I had done my grocery shopping fridge organization again. And I feel like I did it twice that week. Like I did it when a, a short one on Wednesday when I went grocery shopping and then did like a more intense one. Um, uh, that Monday, uh, laundry pile became huge again, interestingly enough. So like, I don't know how that keeps happening. It feels like there's a really disproportionate amount of clean laundry at any given time. And yet nobody could ever find anything to wear. Mm -hmm. So don't know what's happening there. Um, but yeah, that would have been the day that I did the big, big laundry because I had to do that so that the couch wouldn't eat it. And then I wrote down, there's literally just always something to wipe or sweep up. And okay. I also wrote down opening boxes, LOL. And this was because I had ordered a bunch of vintage dishes on Etsy. I got like the same, um, pattern that I grew up with, which I'm super excited about, but I had to order from like several different vendors to get the whole set. And then one of them got lost by the the post office, lost it for like three weeks. And we didn't think I was going to get it. So I got a refund and then I ended up buying more from somebody else. And then the original showed up. So like, I just was bombarded with boxes and I was opening boxes thinking this just feels like a job, like opening boxes and has now become opening boxes and unwrapping plates felt like it took up 45 minutes that day. And then I found the Easter baskets behind the sofa in the sunroom. (laughs) And I like, I had to kind of lean behind the sofa and then pull them out with force and candy flew everywhere, which took quite some time to clean up. But then I was like, what kind of a world am I living in where my kid, none of my kids ate all their candy, not one of them. Is it it like a mark of, I don't know, like a rite of passage where now they can so easily access their own candy that they don't need to rely on like holiday candy. It was very strange. Or maybe I just didn't get good stuff or the Easter, but I didn't get good stuff this year. I don't know, but I had a lot of candy to clean up. And I think that was the end. That was like a, it was a, it was a busy day with a lot going on, but in many ways, like a typical Monday.
1: Right. Well, both, both of us had, um, like unplanned explosion of (laughs) sweets in in places that we didn't expect. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for sticking with us, everybody. As we went through the week of May 31st. Um, I'm very excited, Megan, for next week because uh, next Tuesday, I should say. Um, because we're going to start to unpack how we feel about all this. What kind of like, like bigger picture realizations we had while keeping track of the housework we were doing. So looking forward to that.
0: Yep. I cannot wait for that episode. And we have a more than mom coming up um, on Sunday. So we will talk to you then. Talk to you then.
1: The mom hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks.
0: Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes.